electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. It's Jim Cramer here. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Don't miss a minute of the action. Good Thursday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber at Post 9 of the New York Stock Exchange. NVIDIA's blowout going to boost the NASDAQ as the market now moves on to Jackson Hole and more specialty retail and software earnings. Jobless claims come in at the lightest of the month. Yields are higher across the board. Our roadmap begins with NVIDIA's AI boom, the chip maker delivering that blowout quarter with no sign of slowing demand. Plus, we'll talk Fed expectations, what investors need to know as central bank leaders gather in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And Boeing's weighing on the Dow right now, at least ahead of the open. The shares are moving lower after the company revealed a new 737 MAX manufacturing defect. Let's kick off with NVIDIA, set to open at a record high this morning after reporting that blowout quarter. Company more than doubles revenue, raises their guidance, citing a surge in demand for AI chips. This is Jensen Wong on last night's call. Our demand is tremendous. We are significantly expanding our production capacity. Supply will substantially increase for the rest of this year and next year. NVIDIA has been preparing for this for over two decades. Jim, no lack of superlatives today. No, and look, I because I do want to be able to get in, I have Everest NVIDIA. This was the dog I named, I renamed Everest via NVIDIA, and Jensen Wong gave me this one so I could get into headquarters. And then when NVIDIA sat, sadly passed away, uh, he insisted that there, our new dog be called NVIDIA Ragu Kramer. Uh, and this is so we can get in. All right, so let me explain to people, there's been a lot of misinformation, including a lot of questions that were wrong on the conference call. What's really going on here? Uh, this is going to replace everything. It's not one of those things where people keep saying, well, what are they going to do with it? Oh, they've ordered it. What are they going to do with it? Well, we know what they're going to do with it. They're going to rip out everything else. And this is going to be the only thing that's used in the data center. Uh, it's the only thing that's going to be used in terms of being able to figure out how to get some, something done fast. Uh, and then people say, well, hold it. Are they double ordering? Well, see, they can't double order because NVIDIA works very closely with certain companies. If they double order, then they cut them off. Uh, the gross margins are rather extraordinary. I mean, Andy Grove used to say, the late CEO of Intel, would say if you get to 63%, that's the holy grail. Well, they're well above that. And, David, what really matters is is that it's, it's as they said to me last night, it is the iPhone. It's, it's like if, I, you know, you had a, let's say you had the Pebble. Remember you had, like, you know, the, let's, let's say you had some phone made by Nokia, okay, or Motorola, well, and this comes along, and there's just, well, what are you going to use? It's this it. And there's never been anything like it except for maybe the iPhone, of which they did say, look, except for maybe. They didn't say, well, the iPhone, but maybe the iPhone. Um, yeah, no Since one has iPhone. ever seen anything like this revenue ramp. No. Um, and it's not just demand coming from the hyperscale players, nope. those that we all know. It's also governments. Think about all the uses for generative AI. Trillion dollars. 
the, the money being spent to create those use cases, right. which we will start to see, we expect, in let's call it 2024. I mean, we've already seen, obviously, Microsoft introduced Copilot, 30 bucks a month, but there's going to be so much more coming. And yeah, nobody's ever seen anything like it, Jim. Nope. Um, is really, I know it, you say that, you, you reference the iPhone moment. I, I, Perhaps that's the, the, the closest we can come to this kind of a, a, a revenue acceleration. That said, the question that I'm getting is, okay, is there a pull forward in demand of, of any kind no, here? No, or I mean, is now, it really see, demand that will go on okay, for okay. the next at least two years? Okay, so I don't know who asked those questions because they're actually answered if you paid attention. Now, I don't want to be Belichick, who, by the way, likes Taylor Swift. Um, but what, what, what Jensen is saying, he's obviously much kinder than Belichick, is that they've got another chip that's right behind it. That's the Grace Hopper 200, and that's the one that's combined. That's using it. You have to have a little CPU action. It's 90% GPU, which is NVIDIA, and 10% uh, ARM. But you, know, you can double order you want. When you, by the time you get to whatever, you can pull ahead. It doesn't matter because then they'll have a new one. I mean, they already have a new one. It's kind of what you have to do is you have to think, let's say I want all the, I got to get all the 386s I can. And then Andy Grove comes out with a 46. You say, well, like, why did I get all, that was dumb. So it's like that. It's like the progression of 286, 386, 46. It will 46, just keep pending. going. Even yes. when there's competition, let's assume that wait, wait, AMD that does, from? that AMD is successful in introducing this, this look, chip look, that this they've is, been talking about. This is, David, this is sui generis, okay? It doesn't matter. There's no one that has anything that's near it. And by the way, uh, when you talk with Jensen, what does he emphasize? Heat. He said speed and heat. So if you can make something, Carl, that's faster with less heat. And remember, he's trying to figure out what are the need, what's the need of an AWS. AWS is trying to get it so that their footprint, their carbon footprint is smaller. So you use NVIDIA. Um, everyone wants the carbon footprint. No, he says it in the call. Best way for companies to increase their throughput, improve their energy uh, usage, improve their cost efficiency is to divert their capital budget to accelerated computing and generative AI. Yeah. Well, there you go. Because by by doing that, you're going to offload so much workload off of CPUs. Right. And CPUs burn hot. And so, therefore, you don't don't want to use CPUs. These These are much faster with less burn. One of the things that when I asked Jensen about what he's going, why he's doing this, he always says waste, 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 waste. Now, all the use cases, uh, here's something. He's doing this for 20 years, he's been working on it. He showed the current model to me three years ago. And it was the one where I said, listen, make, have Cezanne paint a C-shape because he's never done it. That, this, point, this, point isn't even out, this part isn't even out there yet. Uh, and he did it. And he was saying everybody should be using it. But no one's calling him. He had it. That's why he says be yours. And then ChatGPT comes on. People say, well, hold on. wait a second. I can just ask it. What Jensen wanted to do is make it so that you didn't have to be a computer scientist to be able to do things. That's why Adobe stock keeps going up because that's people who are not computer scientists who are using it right now to change the colors of, of different advertising. But you know, this is something that is just, uh, you imagine your PC. And your PC can be whatever it wants. It doesn't matter. It can be a dumb PC. But it's connected to the cloud, and the cloud is Jensen. So because I said, listen, am I going to buy, uh, am I going to you know, get a, a, 
a GPU in this? And he said, well, you know, gaming, yes, if you want to game it on a PC, absolutely. But your normal PC says it just doesn't really matter who's in there. It could be anybody. Uh, what matters is where it's connected to the cloud. As for the street's reaction today, we finally have no more cells as Morningstar yeah. goes to hold. Yeah. Uh, new street high, again from Rosenblatt, as they go to 1100, which is 40 times high 20s. Yeah, they, people would argue, some argue the stock got cheaper on a forward basis yesterday. Well, okay, so one of the things I've always said about NVIDIA is, is that if you go back and you look, like in 2016, if you, if you go back to that far, and you look at the analyst estimates, they were insane, okay? And then NVIDIA delivers a number, and it turns out that the insane estimates were Low. cheap. I mean, I've watched this stock go from a 40 forward multiple to a 9. Nine. And that, uh, that's what I've been hearing this morning, even if there are those who argue about maybe it's pull forward demand or you're never going to see comps of 100 percent again. The counter argument is a 35 multiple is sort of the lower end of right. the range. And even on their current trajectory, 35 times 25 estimates gets you a stock price that's a good 30 plus percent higher than it is right now. Exactly. Exactly right. Now, I'm going to give David a quiz because David is, of course, the king of Jeopardy. Um, what is the number one non-web uh, server, cloud, uh, cloud server, you know, CSP, uh, customer? Number one. What is the number? You have to say it, no, you have to say it in the form of a question, so I can't. Right. I, I have well, to give you the answer. How does it work? You're, right. I actually, yes. I give you the. Yes. Okay. We can't say answer. What? Yes. So, I said it. I, well, go ahead. You know what, what is this is. The, yeah, I don't. No. Come on. Give it a shot. I mean, jeez. I'm not following the okay, query. The, it's, the biggest, it's the biggest customer who is not a web server. Okay. There. Um, oh, God. <laughs> How do it? I? I got to go. Eh, eh, and then we go to the yeah. NC test. Yeah. What do we get? Right, now you go to is Carl. It? No, I don't have your answer yet. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, but, you want to go to Todd? Todd has a executive producer. If Todd knows it, then I would go to him. Todd doesn't know it either. Okay, the answer is metaverse. Oh, well, but I thought... That's not a cloud service That's not. Oh, you're right. It's, it's not, not a, web, a cloud service provider. It's not a All web right. provider. Right. I mean, you're David right. was like, Amazon. Okay, yep, so Amazon's what, in there and Google's right. in there. No, okay. Amazon, Google, and Microsoft, but of course Oracle. Meta is the... Is the is, but Meta snuck in there. Right. And, and David, how, okay, how much did you wage? Oh my God! He waged everything. I went uh, Carl, terrible. you're in. I Maybe went all in. Like he waged everything. It's. Uh, I do remember this from doing it. It's so everything has got to be so carefully done in that last oh je- that last round, final Jeopardy. I remember. And you can Aaron Rodgers could have gotten that right. Uh, Jim, this morning, my receiver. Too. You the, might have. The J.P. Morgan desk today argues that the, this earnings print is more important than Jackson Hole because technology's ability to print profit in a higher rate environment. Is more important than whatever uh, it we're going to get incrementally tomorrow. I, I'm going to my hat is off to them because that's true. I mean, this thing is, has nothing to do with the economy. This has to do with survival. I mean, you either switch to them or go home because you don't have the horses. That's I mean, David, you can stick with your Pebble. Remember the Pebble, the Motorola phone. Mm-hmm. You can stick with it. You really? That's what you like. Well. Again, I do wonder on the competitive. You just don't believe there will be any true competitive threat because to 
these chips He's anytime been working soon. on it for 20 because years. Because if you are an end user, you want to see some competition here. Well, yeah, you'd like to. But he's been working on this for 20 years, and he was working in gaming. He always felt that it was important. Now, remember, uh, Max Pilevsky, who was on the board of Intel, was furious when Intel decided to go against gaming and didn't think that gaming was good. Krizanich then came in. You know, Krizanich right, like gaming. But do you believe, I mean, Lisa Sue is a very credible player. They keep yes. talking about a chip. Do you not believe that that's going to be anything? I think it could be something, but I just don't. Look, you know, I, I admire her tremendously. Yes. But they, and they do have something that could be a GPU. That uh, They have a GPU. But the, the problem, Carl, is, is that one is much faster than the other, and there's a blueprint to go faster. And Lisa Sue's going to have something. Everyone's going to have something. But because of the incredible relations that, that NVIDIA has with Taiwan Semi, uh, they're not going to have a problem making more and everybody else is kind of just what about price though what if you know all right i got to trade off some performance but it's much lower price well there's going to be someone who always cares about david i mean there's always going to be someone who goes to burlington see the numbers for burlington okay yes we'll get to burl later right but samsung you know they have taiwan semi locked up and they have samsung if they need more no, of course these as well something competitive. I'm not. I'm just saying, David, that this is just. I've, it's that someone always had something competitive to Apple. Like when you go, you know, there's always someone says, "Hey, how about Samsung? This phone flips in half. I know. This phone does somersaults. This so this is going to be in Paris, right? It, 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 against Simone Biles. I mean, it, 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 and like no, I I want. I don't want a phone that's on the balance beam. I want a phone that you know. Um, all right. What about China? Can't even listen. I am listening to no, you. I like the funny. Simone Biles reference. It was good. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. Thank you. And I'm, I'm looking forward to Paris, the good. Olympics. That's next summer. Carl. Wow. Okay. Stay focused. Okay. I'm, I'm focused. China, which has held a bunch of Olympics, is that a weak spot for the company? Um, uh, you know, they uh, talk about yeah. it historically okay. being 20 to 25 percent of their data center revenue. Can they simply make it, up it, for it, it because of this avalanche of demand? It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. It's a weak spot for President Xi. He, he's got to go get friendly with Gene with Ramondo, with Secretary of Commerce, because they don't need China. China needs them. Look, I mean, I got to tell you, I think Amazon, I think Amazon Web Services, I think Jassy would take every one. Every one. And he built out. Meanwhile, Amazon is also building its own, making its own chip, designing yeah, its own chip. I know some half-ass thing they're doing. Really, half-ass? That's what you're calling their effort. Well, they have. Everybody needs a chip. I mean, big deal. I mean, they're still buying. I Nvidia bet you. Chips, ch- but- oh, here's what I have to say about their chips. Yes. I bet you can't eat just one. <laughs> nice Lay's reference there. Actually, Piper today raises their target on Amazon. We'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, we'll get to some other news as well. Uh, calls on Peloton, Estee Lauder. Uh, ADI, Williams-Sonoma, and of course, Jackson Hole. Uh, the summit is in focus as investors brace for tomorrow's speech by Chair Powell. Uh, don't miss Philly Fed President Harker live and first on CNBC from Jackson Hole coming up in the next hour. Uh, you mentioned uh, the Dow futures a little bit lower. We'll get to the Boeing news as well, but the NASDAQ going to benefit from NVIDIA. We're back in a moment. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM. 
a leading global asset manager. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. Central bankers gathering in Jackson Hole for the Kansas City Fed's economic symposium gets underway today. Investors bracing for the speech tomorrow by Chair Powell as they seek for clues about the path ahead for interest rates. Jim, we already have Bullard on the tape today, says that this economic pickup uh, might delay the Fed's hope for some disinflation. Well, I th- I th- look, Bullard has been dead right uh, ever since he learned his lesson, say, in the 2015-2016 period. The economy accel- accelerated. And... I, I don't want to necessarily just have people just go to one particular call. But if you go to the call for Snowflake with Frank Slootman, he will tell you about rather dramatic acceleration that occurred in the economy. Now, their, their client list pretty much includes everyone. I mean, whether it be retail or whether it, it be health care. They have a lot of health care, which is very interesting, uh, manufacturing. And it was just like something went off, like a bell went off, which just said, you know what? We, uh, we were nervous. We're not nervous anymore. And I think that Frank, in his own way, because Frank is a, a very tough guy, uh, really made, made you realize that even from the time I interviewed him when I was in Santa Barbara, Barbara for our CEO uh, council, things have changed. The, attitude and, the attitudes have changed, and it's right in sync with board. So I'm in, I'm in with board. Yeah, I'm uh, all in with board. Uh, Autodesk as well, going to open up almost seven uh, the, the trend of some of these uh, signings, Jim, is going to reduce the likelihood of our more cautious forecasts. Has to. They sound like, they sound like fools if they're cautious. I mean, I, 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 I strive to find industries other than the banking, which is hobbled by themselves, that really uh, were in trouble. I mean, yeah, you could argue that, uh, that some of the retailers didn't do well, but Walmart did well. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm all in with the idea that we're, uh, David, with the exception of, you know, maybe aerospace because of Boeing and it's self-inflicted, we really have an economy that is incredibly strong. You need, a, you need an auto strike to, sh- to make this thing slow down. Yeah. Uh, although, listen, I mean, T-Mobile just said they're going to reduce the size of their workforce by just under 7%. I, I have to read that, too. People uh, may have seen that 5,000 jobs. Well, that's that, not that's insignificant. And Mike Siebert, that's actually very big, and I'm surprised. Because T-Mobile is such a big company. Yeah, it's not an it's insignificant big, cut. Well, you know, um, the, is, we, that, is, that also, is that also actually something that Powell wants to hear? Powell needs layoffs. He needs to get us to 4%. Wages are starting to, wage increases are starting to trend the, lower. Going, especially yeah. for new hires. What which is, is, you've been all about the job hop. Yeah. Right. The, the premium well, to switch so jobs is eroding. The, the price you get in when you're a worker now to come in is not so hot. Uh, I also think, by the way, that because of inflation, you have a lot of people who had some who had these uh, student loans. They got to take a second job. They're back in the workforce, big. So uh, it, that's all going Hal's way. And against it is this wave of infrastructure spend that is coming that is so huge 
that, I mean, if you know how to, if you know, I, I have a, I happen to have a deer and a caterpillar. And I got to tell you guys, I'm out of here. The amount of money I can make on a turnpike, David. <laughs> on a turnpike? You're going to, like, join a highway crew? That 95 deal with 95, 676, I could have been there. Forget this job. What David, kind of equipment do you have? <laughs> I've got a backhoe, and I know how to use it. I actually have been able to lay down a street. I've okay. laid down a block. Do you yeah. live in a, some sort of alternate fantasy world that we're not aware of? No, I, I put down a, a farmer, I put down, uh, I put down a, a investment banker. I did a three-quarter mile, uh, three-quarter mile driveway no, you, with my deer, with my deer backhoe. I, 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 I want to see it. I, okay, I'll give you a picture. I want pictures, or it didn't happen. Um, guys, if you want to do pictures. more on this T-Mobile right here, I think we're gonna let's. Mike Sievert, let's, let's just call Mike. Let's I'll just, get Mike on the phone. I am reading the. Um, I'll, just, reading I'll the, just get Mike on the phone. Why are we fooling around with the second tier stuff? Well, we're not. We're actually reading his memo. That's um, yeah. I'm talking about right now. And he does say basically 5,000 positions. It's going to be back office largely, is what it looks like. Um, impacted roles primarily duplicative to other roles, maybe aligned to systems or processes that are changing or may not fit with our current company priorities, uh, is what he says. And again, it's not we're not talking about people in the stores. Retail and consumer care experts will not be impacted. Says if a co- in a company as successful as ours, the time to challenge the status quo and write the next chapter is while we are still successful. That's how we sustain it. We need to move the speed of technology using data, AI, and other tools to deliver simplified digital experiences specifically curated for every customer. And goes on for there, from there. But reprioritizing their work and doing it differently, not about foisting more work on fewer people. So uh, in some ways, I mean, not dissimilar from the conversation we've been having for a long time in terms of the ability of technology to potentially make things more efficient. Yeah, that was that's actually like rationalization that we've been waiting for, right? All we ever hear about call center, call center. It's interesting. Yeah, uh, but again, T-Mobile, seven percent of its workforce. There it is. That's five thousand jobs. And again, as we said, uh, Carl, we're talking now almost primarily corporate and back office, some technology roles. All right, we'll take that into account. Uh, Challenger layoffs have come back a little bit, but we'll watch that one closely. That's a big one. Uh, Coming up, Kramer's Mad Dash. We'll count down to the opening bell. Get you one more last look here at the futures on this Thursday morning. Squawk on the Streets back in a moment. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx Ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. NASDAQ 100 gainers won't surprise you. We mentioned Autodesk uh, earlier in the show with a 7% pre-market gain. NVIDIA, though, now at the top of the list. We'll see what happens as we're coming off the first 1% gain for the S&P of the quarter. Back in a moment. All right, let's get to a quick Mad Dash. Dollar Tree is a feature this morning. Yeah, once again, David, we've got cost pressure. And what is going on? Well, they mentioned elevated shrink. This is obviously a nationwide problem of which nobody's doing anything because if it really is organized crime, well, we do have, we have RICO. Got the FBI. Yeah. Well, where are they? 
I mean, maybe they're, do maybe they're doing something. Apparently, they are starting a new task force. That's very recent. Really? All right. Well, they should be in on this thing because uh, the numbers, I was looking for $1.28. They're going to do much less, $1.04. The actual quarter was good, so I don't I think that people might come back to it because it is a very good chain at this point in the economic cycle. But the shrinkage is very tough. Very tough. Let's get the opening bell here in the CNBC Real-Time Exchange with the big board. It is Nicholas Wealth Management celebrating the recent listing of its fixed income alternative ETF. And at the NASDAQ, Waterdrop, a European hydration brand, 44.53 today. Jim, we talked about how the Dow won't get dragged by Boeing on um, this yeah, faulty Boeing. drilling out of Spirit Aerosystems. Again, again uh, you know, they, when they made the decision to outsource, to break this company up, uh, I think that it was one of the dumbest decisions ever because they lost. No, they won't agree with that because they did it. But uh, it really impacted quality control, I think. Uh, and they just don't have it anymore. There's just too many suppliers. They did this great, uh, under, under McInerney, they did this unbelievable plan where the partners had to kick in. They'd kick in. It looked like the partners were, I, frankly, very upset. But in reality, what happened here is, is that the quality control of their imports, they always catch people. But people make mistakes because it's not as good as the way Boeing used to make things. And I think that this is still one more thing that Boeing has to do. They got to get back in charge of the supply chain, and they seem to not be able to. Yeah, they say uh, it might delay some near-term deliveries, and they're going to evaluate whether the annual target's at risk now. Delivery target. Well, I mean, look, they when you seed important pieces of your company to others, even if they worked with you one time, what you do is you take a, a company that has a, a pristine, a pristine fantastic reputation and you put it in the hands of others that don't have it. Um, it takes me back now to UTX well, yeah, and the issues there. Yeah, with that well, that strange manufacturing capacity Correct. failed. For the engine. Yeah, I mean, look, these that are... That is now I going to... I mean, resulting in mass inspections. Are, do you think that Bombardier delays. has the same problem? Do you ever hear about Airbus having the problem? I just think that Boeing gets to go back to the way it used to be. And it's, I know it's not as profitable, but this is a mess. UTX, by the way, was not really related as much to Boeing as it was no. to the Airbus, right? Yeah, yeah. and that was, that was uh, Pratt, Pratt Whitney. Pratt. I, I just find, Carl, that there is a way to look at this thing. If you have to look at it from the point of view that Boeing made, did certain changes that made it so that they could be more profitable. And in retrospect, they will tell you it worked. And as someone who cares about the stock, I would say, you know, I don't really care about your judgment. The market has spoken. And the market doesn't like the whole outsourcing plan. Yeah, look, I, I like the Boeing people very much, but they're just not. And I'm not being facetious. This is a great, great American company. But, but when you have all these suppliers, I think you, you let yourself open to, sure. to how well they, they're run. Now, look, I mean, Boeing's had problems with unions and Boeing's very heavily unionized shop, except for like when they make stuff in the southeast. But I just think they, they got to get back in control. And it's not what they want. No one wants to hear that. If Boeing, and people who are listening to Boeing saying Kramer doesn't know what he's talking about. And my mom always said that you went to school here, you went to school there, you finished here, you finished there. If they, don't, if they say you don't know what you're talking about, they could be wrong. Now, my ma, that's my ma. She was obviously on my team. <laughs> yes. I mean, my father, no. 
My father always said that Dave Haas was smarter than I am. He was, he, was not on the, he was not on team Jim Cramer? A tough love. He was Jim. not on, no, he just tough said, listen, love. that guy, you know, David's doing so much better. David, who watches the yes. show, uh, recently Gloria got married, Brian Roberts at the wedding, and I had to listen for him. I my mind. I always heard that Dave was smarter than I was. I said, okay, so why don't you just create a kind of, you know, inferiority complex that has me talking about it on national TV right now. <laughs> Why not? Paging Dr. Really? Yeah. Why not? I mean, just Why incredible. Um, I was, my father told me that I was, I got a B in Mrs. Torres' class in fourth grade, and he, he said, that is it. That's the end of the Bs. You come home with another B, let me tell you what happens. And so I didn't. There you go. And there's the story of Jim's life. Thank you. Uh, in, I'm in, still... In 30 seconds. Yeah. And that's um, why I'm a pathetic parody of the human <laughs> mind, frankly. Pathetic parody of the human mind. All right, well... And a dollar sign represented by a man. I'll, Can we I'll, please go I'll, on? I'll, I, we are Get me come, out of no, this. We, I'm going to bring you out of it right now. I'm going to come back to are you T-Mobile. Gonna do, are you going to do Ruhr? No, work? I'm coming back to T-Mobile Quite because... Did, did he call you? there is something else in this press release that is worth oh, noting, and it is... Uh, more reflective of the heightened level of competition between T-Mobile, AT&T, Verizon, Comcast, uh, and Charter. Um, what it takes to attract and, limit and retain customers is materially more expensive than it was just a few quarters ago, wow. writes Mike Sievert. Wow. Um, we have been outrunning this trend by accelerating merger synergy, synergies and building our high-speed internet business faster than expected and outperforming in a few other areas. But he is, goes on to say, however, it's clear that doing everything we're doing and just doing it faster is not enough to deliver on these changing customer expectations going forward. So I thought that was notable, what it takes to attract and retain customers materially more expensive than it was just well, a Well, what does that say ago. about the people at ATT? Uh, it, it, it's one reason why not just shares of T-Mobile, but Verizon and AT&T are, are down. And again, don't forget the heightened level of competition from the likes of our parent company with its wireless right. offering right. and Charter with its Spectrum wireless offering right. uh, as well. They're significant takers right now. They're small still. They're total base of customers, but, yeah. but they are every quarter adding to that. Um, and obviously T-Mobile on the other side is competing, as he says, in attracting and outperforming in terms of their building their high-speed internet business, which is uh, wireless 5G, essentially, uh, you know, fixed wireless. Well, you know, these are, when they decide to not have, one of the things that the authorities wireless, did. Wireless broadband is. How do you like when the authorities Sorry. let Block Sprint, remember the T-Mobile, the ATT deal? Yeah. That was a very smart deal by the authorities. They to bought. stop uh, AT&T from buying T-Mobile, yes. without a doubt. And that was an example of, I call, high first-class antitrust. There was, there was, from the day one when AT&T said it wanted to buy T-Mobile, there was a lot of doubt that they would ever get that deal done. They right. did not. The Department of Justice said no. And if you recall, of course, it helped put T-Mobile in business by not just giving them an enormous amount of capital. I forget if it was three, four, five billion, but an enormous amount of spectrum as yes. well. And to your point, Jim, they went on to become a key competitor in the wireless industry. And so yes, there is an example of antitrust action that was, without a doubt, important and effective. And kept our prices down. Yes. And that's what I think that in many ways this combination of a Jonathan Canner at Justice and Lena Khan at FTC want to combat is deals that were that would have gone, let that go through. But I think that that was an example that worked. And I have to tell you that, the, that getting a customer I actually suggested, okay, this is a little heresy, that T-Mobile give out the Vision Pro in a buy now, pay later. I know you have. 
and we've come back, both of us saying it's $3,500. Well, if Mike was three times back, the cost of that. Well, I mean, buy now, pay later for a device where it's very competitive, trying to get customers, and this thing, make a deal with Apple, and, and, and I think it makes so much sense. We are going to get a firm tonight, and we'll see what the attitude is about buy now, pay later. Yeah, well, I think a firm, I think Max will do it. I think Max pulled up. I am curious to know what you think of this crazy week in retail with blowups from Foot Locker, Petco this morning, Peloton, Dollar Tree, Burl, and yet ANF and today guess. Is it about the short base again? ANF's the heavy short base. William Sonoma wasn't that great, and it was a heavy short base. Everyone thought that that was shooting fish in a barrel, and it wasn't because Laura Albert delivered some numbers that versus 2019 were very good. Uh, I have to look at guests because I haven't looked at them in ages because I, I've written them off. But yeah, these are we've snuck up again. Go cover your short jokers. Laura Albert's a, better than you. A little bit of a bounce in Foot Locker, but I mean, yeah, Carl's right. Macy's. Uh, Dicks, and now today you mentioned it obviously in your Mad Dash. Dollar Tree down about ten percent. Dollar Tree come back. Um, They'll come back. And we have never talked more about theft than than we are right now. But we have to. Hard to even know what the number is going to end up being across the board for all of these companies. I'm surprised you didn't pour cold water on Nvidia up forty, and now it's only up twenty two. That would have been a natural feel. Well, we still have time. There's there's time in the show. Nvidia shares are up only five percent. Jim, ha. Well, it's, all, it's just a record high. Sorry. So it's just a record high. It's not a double record, triple There's high. There's nothing you can do. It's not a triple It's a $1.22 trillion market value. And Jensen Wong, with net worth now of 46 bill, is higher than Ken Griffin or Steve Schwartzman. Oh, I bet that's going to make Steve Schwartzman very angry. The, let me tell you something. You know who could care less about that? Jensen, Jensen Wong. <laughs> he just wants to put a man on Mars in four days. Excuse me, in four, what do you mean? Really, well, know, you'd what? like to put a man on Mars very quickly. In four days? Well, no, I mean, I'm just saying that when you go into well, his Elon office, Musk can help him do that. The, I, I look at, there's a, there's a Pacaman Terrace going on there. There is. Latin, you don't speak Latin? It was a great use of a word. Will you use it again, please? Pacaman Terrace. Meaning a par- when potential partnership? Pope John the 23rd went, did you go to see Pope John the 23rd when he came? No, I missed him. So generous, and now this? I mean, what is... Yeah, going Just back to your go Latin. Yeah, I know. I we haven't talked about Snowflake yet. No, let's talk about. Well, you talked a little bit about your, well, your and, flying and so Dutchman. We, we got to do Splunk too. Oh, oh yeah. my God, Splunk, Splunk yeah, was Gary. very strong. I mean, Gary still comes in there. Now we never really found out what happened with Doug, with Doug Murray, previous C, C, CEO. But this is a company that almost all the people I deal with say. I don't know what they're doing. I mean, they're out there doing something. And well, I'll tell you what they're doing with something. They're taking your customers. You know, they have the dashboard. I said no. Ah. Sorry. Ah. I want to carry on. And what happened? I got to just, I should not never get involved with the actual bookings. You know? I love Don't Gary. let that sidetrack you. Finish your thoughts. I love Gary. Finish no, your thoughts. No, I'm thought. saying because I should have had Gary on. He's driven. Yes. Well, it's just that Gary comes in there and he's, he's got this incredible business. People think he's just going to sell it. What he does is turn it around. He really makes it very exciting for people. And, you know, Toma Bravo would like to put together a company that's as good as Splunk. On that note, by the way, yesterday when I was talking about antitrust, they, uh, Toma Bravo did complete the Ford Rock acquisition. They are. Um, 
They're without any without any DOJ. They're like Rourke. Uh, yeah, Rourke on Subway, $9.6 billion. Those, private company, but one of the larger deals that we've seen and, you in know, private equity. And boy, do they have they're building owns, quite an assemblage now. They do. They do. In fact, there were some questions there about whether there'd be antitrust. Like, are they putting together? There Does Lena Khan know about it? Uh, maybe but they had, they had real competition from TDR, uh, Sycamore. They were together and Goldman Sachs. But $9.6 billion was a big price. Now they're going to burn Subway. They're going to own Duncan and Sonic and Subway. Those Buff- are all top 12 names. Buffalo Wild Wings, of which uh, Sally Smith was not happy when that one happened. But they bought that one, too. Yeah, right? but yeah. that was put into play by some second rate. Um, but, yeah, Rourke is a major player. Atlanta-based Rourke is a major player in uh, Can you get him on the phone? No, not really. Not, uh, I can't get him on the phone. I mean, I guess I, I can get Gary on the phone. To get them on the phone. Well, I'm um, just there was that a that name, was another. Huge there deal. was another was name out there, deal. very briefly, also private. Jersey Mike's, uh, that I was hearing might there might even be um, a bid for. I don't believe that went anywhere. I very don't think few the, calories in a Jersey Mike. I don't believe um, the gentleman behind that is any longer considering that at this okay. point. But I had heard that name. Gee, I'm beginning well, to think. Um, I, I'm beginning to think that what's happening here, just to kind of segue, is I, I got a Jackson Hole vibe here. What does that mean? Well, the stocks that should be up a lot more are not, and I'm thinking it's Jackson Hole. Maybe Jackson Hole's a little more powerful. You think that's why uh, yields are higher, Nvidia, even as Nvidia's we got the worst them. durable print in three years? I, I got to tell you, I think that people are saying, all right, Nvidia, enough already with the Nvidia. Bring on Jackson Hole. I mean, got the bonds going the wrong way. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Oil going the wrong way, too. See, J&J. What about Kenview's gotten a lot of love lately, too? Yeah, they do. And J&J, not so much. We haven't heard much about asbestos, about town lawsuits, too. It's been, like, quiet. Yeah. I'm reading that the Ken, Kenview's been losing share. Maybe they can make a comeback. Uh, I know. There were some positive but notes went, out today, there, though. Huh? Hold on. Well, what today, Goldman, uh, Goldman. Goldman ups to buy 29. Yeah. Look, I mean, look, it's possible because now they'll be laser-focused. But they have been losing some some share, and they actually talk about skin health and uh, beauty segment share losses driven by U.S. mass facial care category. I mean that is a, that is a jump ball. Global skin health care. Goldman beauty. saying it turns jump it's ball. five times cheaper turns cheaper than uh, than P and G, and three point one times uh, turns cheaper than uh, Colgate, uh, at least on consensus uh, next twelve months PE. I, I think I thought it was interesting. Yeah. I'd like to, what do we got dividend-wise? We don't really, they've got a different, they're looking at a big dividend. I don't uh, know, David. That I, said, skeptics argue the company's track record of share losses provides justification for the well, discount. But, David, maybe it didn't get laser attention. Maybe they were too busy looking at pharma and medical device. Maybe this is one that, when it's on its own. The old shrink to grow is going to work? Yeah. Yes. There you go. Man, I'm missing Jim, you, you did mention oil. Um, yeah, Chevron. And Crude back to 78, uh, actually 77.60 now. Right. We got some pretty robust uh, production numbers yesterday. Nat gas uh, down this morning on the lower likelihood of these strikes in Australia. And it's really helping out the Europeans. It's very weird because you know, Rusty Brazil is my gold, go-to guy. It's an excellent piece out today. The Russians are cutting back how much that they're producing, uh, rather substantially. And and we also are betting there. You're betting on there in a warm winter in Europe. Because they, they may need all in that like, LNG they can get. So I, it's a little counterintuitive right now what's happening in the oil market. Man, NVIDIA only being up 3.3% on 101% revenue growth. Well, 
I mean, clearly coming in, it's not as though the stock had been a laggard in any way. No. But that was still so far above what anybody well, had anticipated, not to mention the guidance, and it's only good for 3%. Well, look, like I said, we're on to the next, and we'd rather focus now on things that indicate that the Fed may raise rates so significantly that you have to go buy a Walmart or United Health. Well, one name, Jim, I know you pay attention to is EL, which is higher today despite Bernstein cutting their target by 110 bucks. There's only two people who are left uh, recommending Estee Lauder. And now I think the people have recognized Fabrizio Freda was long the CEO, long considered the dean of the package good group, and he got so many things wrong. But the Chinese, uh, he he became very dependent on China. He got duty free wrong. He got the uh, going to Korea and then bringing back product to China wrong. He got Hainan wrong. Hainan, which is like kind of like the Vegas mecca, and those were just mistake, mistake, mistake. Uh, he's paid the price. Uh, now people with just two with just two buys. Uh, now it's starting to come to the point where you it's kind of de-risked because there's only you know look. Uh, Deutsche Bank hasn't really changed yet, but we we got a lot of guys who have just they, they, it's it's been just a, it's rat sinking running from a ship there. Uh, there'll come a time when it's actually right to buy, but it has to have nobody left. It's got to be like uh, only Aaron, right? I haven't heard you be so critical of him. Well, no, I, I'm just saying that he got a lot of things wrong. I, I respect him tremendously. He's been, I would never have had my charitable trust. He's made a lot of money over the years. But I know you did. Holy cow. No, no, I mean, but I, I think he would be harder on, believe me, he's harder on himself than anything I could say. He is. He's harder on himself. He's like Jalen Hurts. Does he... Does he squat 600 pounds or leg press? When I saw Jalen Hurts, he was uh, uh, apologetic. I bumped him in the locker room, and I was like, of course, I was starstruck. But, you know, he's, he's very hard on himself. He, he's the quarterback for the No, I'm aware of who he is. I'm on top of it. He's I'm very on hard on himself, situation. harder on himself than anyone. And I think he is, other than Mahomes, maybe the greatest athlete right now. Playing. Yeah, amazing. So gifted. Uh, Dow's up 50 here, uh, turning around the pre-market losses. As we go to break, watch bonds today. We will get some Fed speak in advance of the Fed chair's speech tomorrow. Balance sheet at 4.30 this afternoon. Uh, Ten-year, though, still elevated, although pretty big dip- drop. Uh, in yield yesterday, more than 10 basis points. Be right back. Some deal news this morning. The world's most valuable private e-commerce company, Shein, entering a partnership with Forever 21, acquiring roughly a third of Forever 21's operator, Spark Group, which in turn is taking a minority stake in Shein. Deal paves the way for Singapore-based Shein, now with a $66 billion valuation to sell Forever 21's clothes and accessories on its site and to eventually operate Shein shops inside Forever 21 stores. Spark is a joint venture between brand management company, authentic brands, and mall owner Simon Pro. Property. And our Sarah Eisen will have an exclusive tomorrow with authentic brands Jamie Salter, Simon Properties David Simon, and Sheehan's executive vice chair. I really want to see that. Salter's historically funny. Just, I mean, what really went funny. And David Simon can be ironic, but Salter is, he's the real deal. He's incredibly funny. Yeah, a lot of questions for all of them. But we'll yeah. watch for that tomorrow. Back in a moment. Time for Jim and stop trading. You know, Carl, one of the things that one of the worst stocks so far this year is Discover Financial. 
And very interesting, Wolf comes out today and say, listen, it's done. Go buy it. Uh, that they just think it's been overly sold and that there's actually a pretty good operational business model. And the reason I like this is because you mentioned a firm tonight. These are companies that are much riskier. And the, the ones that I think that the Federal Reserve would love to see just say, okay, guys, you take risks like that, then uh, you're going to get hurt. It hasn't happened, but I think this is a very gutsy call. Uh, I would not go with it. I think Discover's got some, got some answering to do for what they did previously to, to merchants. But I pointed out, it's like some people, people can't resist bargains. They just in this market, there's always some analyst who says, I got to take advantage of it. In the meantime, if you want a bargain, take advantage of NVIDIA if the stock ends up down. You think, you think it's a bargain here this morning? Yeah, I do. If it's down, yeah. I mean, it's just, look, there's a lot of people, a lot of hot money got in it. And they're taking it out. And you just buy it after the hot money's out. Just buy it. When's the hot money going to, hot money? Well, well, when the stock's down, the hot money comes. Hot money? Hot, well, yeah, that's what they call hot money. All right. You know, like, guys, you've seen the ones like you meet. We have a lot, out of hot, lot of hot, 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 lot of hot money. Yeah. There's a lot of stocks that are, that the, the, the recession stocks are doing quite well. I mean, like Smucker's doing well today. That's, that's a recession stock. Uh, Kimberly Clark is doing well. That's well, a recession stock. You mentioned Williams-Sonoma. Uh, this constructive note of B of A, uh, looking for basically rate cuts, going to help housing, going to yeah. help, well, help housewares. I think so. But, I mean, watch Procter. I was going to say watch J&J. My problem with J&J is they do have that talc issue. But watch Procter. That's come down very viciously. Uh, Kellogg is splitting off. That's a very interesting situation. General Mills does have a blue buff problem. People, the dogs have been trading down, which is ridiculous. The dogs are trading down. But can I? But I've talked. I, look, I had two. I got, I got Nvidia Red Goose. Oh, Nvidia Red Goose trading down right now. Give me a break. No, we I'm a buyer. We didn't really get Petco's down 20%. We're well, really then, and you know what? NVIDIA Ragu don't care for Petco. <laughs> he likes just food for dogs. I mean, this stuff looks good. I've had it. I mean, it's like top flight. Hey, when you're, desperate, had, when you're desperately hungry, you're desperately hungry. You've eaten pet food. By mistake. <laughs> I thought it was bird's eye. Looks like bird's eye. Looks like, like a burger. One hour. I've eaten mm. pet food. I've Paid my own driveway. It's incredible. I, 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 I've uh, eaten pepperoni. We gotta go. That's t- that's tough on my stomach. Jim, we'll see you soon. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. All opinions expressed by the Squawk on the Street participants are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of CNBC, NBC Universal, or their parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated by them on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed on this podcast as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of an opinion. Such opinions are based upon information Squawk on the Street participants consider reliable, but neither CNBC nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. To view the full Squawk on the Street disclaimer, please visit cnbc.com forward slash Squawk on the Street disclaimer. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. 
See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.